today's edition of Did You Know on the Hive? Welcome to a brand new episode. So, did you know that Africa's gaming market size is approximately estimated at around $1.92 billion in the year 2023? Now, we all know that 2023 is not done yet and it could approximately go above that. But it's expected to surpass $3.33 billion by the year 2028. Now, that was a very big market cap, looking at how far gaming is going to go um, in the coming years and also with the whole development that we have coming up. Now, the gaming industry in Africa is actually like pulling millions of dollars to each country every year. And when we're talking about the gaming industry, we're talking about game consoles like PS, Xbox, um, play PC as well on your PC. And yeah, some of the top countries that are actually killing it in Africa right now in the gaming market. Number one is Nigeria. We have South Africa. Ethiopia, Morocco, Kenya, Algeria, and Egypt. And games that were sold in the sub-Saharan um, region in the year 2022 generated approximately $862.8 million in revenue. Now, I know lots of you don't know this, but South Africa was previously like the Africa's largest video market um, country before Nigeria has overtaken it. Now, why am I hitting this fact or why am I um, reminding us about this fact? It's because the gaming um, industry in Africa is relatively new. And if you're a gaming content creator, this episode is something you shouldn't miss out on. Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode on your favorite Web3 podcast, Inside the Hive with Feezy. You all know who's behind the mic, it's Feezy and welcome to our big episode 48. If this is your first time listening to us, I also want to take out this opportunity to welcome you to Hive family, you know, welcome. And if this is you on the regular and listening to us, big shout out to you for always supporting Feezy. But then I'm kind of like interested, I would love to like, you know, know how do you guys tend to listen to my podcast? Do you listen to you while you're at the gym? Do you listen to it while you're driving to work? Do you listen to it while you're taking a walk through the park? Or do you listen to it just before you retire to bed? I would really love to like know how you guys tend to like, you know, listen to my podcast. And try to see if I could make it a little bit more interesting for you guys and give you guys more values, you know. So I'll appreciate your response in the comment section on Twitter. So guys, coming to today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Web3 Gaming Revolution. And today's guest is Redding. But before we go into that topic, let's just do a little bit of, you know, deep dive into what's been going on in the Web3 space. Now, what's been catching the news lately is the Star Arena's um, rug pull um, stuff, you know. Star Arena's is like the new social fire that was trending for the past two weeks. And I think I showed it here on my podcast on episode 46. So it's going to be proper for me to like, you know, talk about it here as well. And uh, I think $30 million was actually what was lost. And currently right now, you literally can't um, take or, you know, you can't pull out money you have on stash here. So it's really, really painful. I won't lie. And there's been lots of space sections about um, the Star Arena situation. And it's really, really supportive seeing what the Evalab team have been doing. You know, they didn't just neglect them. We've seen them good serial come out on spaces and speak about it. And I think they said there's a white hat team that's trying to like track down the hacker because they say it's kind of like doxed. So they are literally... They're literally looking on how to like you know recover those funds and get users back their funds. 
Now, I'm really, really sorry to everyone of you that bought my shares, you know. Sorry for you guys losing funds. I think I had like 10 holders of my shares. Uh, you know, it's just so painful, like, seeing, you know, people, like, you know, follow your cause and then they got burnt out. Even though this is crypto, we get to, like, say, um, do your own research, do not invest, invest what you can afford to risk and not financial advice. But then, really, really sorry to you guys, man. Uh, and I hope we all get to bounce back from this loss. But funny enough, I won't, funny enough, I won't lie, I didn't really lose money in Star Arena because I think I pulled out the whole money, like, a day before the incident happened. And... It's not like I had any idea. I just pulled it out. Like, I just pulled out the AVAX I end, and that was it. So, yeah, guys, really, really sorry, but hope we'll get to bounce back. Now, coming down to today's topic, guys, and today's episode, we're going to be talking about the gaming content, um, Web3 gaming content creation, and also some alphas from our very good host, Raiden, who's a Web3 gaming um, content creator, and also building um the gaming chronicles now if you don't know what gaming chronicles is gaming chronicles is a page or a medium or a platform where you get to like explore more about web 3 and gaming and they also get to share insights to you guys weekly also raging is part of the marketing team at a very popular rpg game rpg web 3 game defy months and is also a member of wolfie's dow now if you guys don't know what wolfie's dow is wolfie's dow is a collection of thought leaders investors and builders in the Web3 gaming space. Now, Wolfie's DAOs is basically centered around gaming and reading as well. This is a gaming content creator. So you'll be best, uh, you know that this episode is going to be an alpha-filled episode because I learned a couple of stuff from reading. How I was able to push his, uh, his Substack uh, newsletter from zero to 5,000 plus. And you know how long he's been in the gaming content scheme is literally just eight months and it's this big Man, there's a whole lot to learn from this alpha. So if you're a gaming content creator in Africa, because we highlighted lots of stuff in Africa, I don't think you should miss this episode with Reading. Do well to share the link with your friends and do well to also give us a five-star rating and also turn on the notification button on the Spotify app. We'll be right back after this short break. Don't go nowhere. Okay, before I think I go into short break, I think I just like let you guys know. This episode was proudly sponsored by Gaming Chronicles, and we're going to be giving out $50 when we release this episode on X. So turn on the notification button so you don't get to miss out, guys. Welcome to an exciting episode of Inside the Hive with Feezy. And just like I said, guys, I'm going to be joined by one of the a very, very good gaming content creator in Web3. I'm joined by Raven, who is the founder of Gaming Chronicles. How are you doing, Raven? Hey, hey. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well, honestly. Super excited to talk in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, like whenever I get to like hear your name, there's this game feature, there's this game character that comes to my head. I know you played Mortal Kombat. You know Raiden in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's Raiden man, Raiden. this is the wrong Raiden. It's the wrong Raiden. <laughs> My nickname is based on the Raiden in Metal Gear. Do you know Metal Gear? Uh, I know Metal Gear, but I've not really played the game there. I, I think I saw a post where you made on Twitter recently about it, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted about it like yesterday. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. So it's 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 based on a character from Meta Game, right? Yeah, but you are right. The character in Mortal Kombat is also named Raiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, guys, we have Raiden here with us. And could you like do a little bit introduction about yourself, bro? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm Raiden. I am 26, but I am turning 27 this month actually. Um, I live currently in Malaysia, but I am in I'm usually in France. Uh, I'm doing and writing. Content about Road Free Gaming since maybe eight months now. And previously, I was working as a financial controller in a big major company in France for like three years. Wow. So, so you're French. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, I'm French. Damn. I, I, there's one there is no way you can't spot it. There is no <laughs> way you can't spot it. My accent is so easy to spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, it's, it's like, I just found that like for the first time, you know, this is the first time I'm hearing you speak. I've been on spaces with you, but I don't get to see that opportunity where you get to speak. Wow. I never knew you were French. So how long I have am. you been in the crypto space? I've been in the crypto space since maybe, uh, I would say late 2021, early 2022. Uh, and I think pretty much like everyone, I started by trading crypto on Binance yeah. and I was just losing money. And then I learned about Web3 and the space. And that's when things became more interesting. Okay. You said 2021. That's really amazing, man. You're like an OG. So um, if I was to ask you right now, like what really are you most grateful for right now in your life at the age of 26? Yo, honestly, two things mainly. First of all, <laughs> my wife. I, I'm, I'm really a happy married guy and really happy uh, to live with her. And second thing I would say, I'm happy to be now uh, working full time with three. Like, you know, I, I'm pretty much free now. I do not have to go to an office anymore. And that's something I didn't like to do uh, on my previous job in, in Paris. Yeah. So yeah, I really like my life right now and how it's looking. Oh, you made mention you're married. How long have you been married? Uh, since a year now. Damn. How do you get to like keep, you know, time for game content creation and time for your family? I, I have no idea, but um hope like I'm I'm really lucky because she's very supportive and she understands that I have to take a lot of time to work on my content on gaming chronicles and also on multiple games that I'm working with, for example, G5 months. Wow, wow, that's really amazing. For you to like have a very uh, understandable partner because I know like lots of people in Web3, you know, getting someone who really understands how the whole Web3 works and how it works with your psychology as a partner is really, really amazing, man. I wish you a blissful marriage. You guys are just one year, so let's pop the... Let's 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 make a cake when you guys reach like, let's say, 10 years. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you about that. Um, I hope in 10, 10 years we will have... A kid of a kid of two, huh? I hope so. <laughs> okay, Redin. Um, let's go down to today's topic. Now, today's topic is just like um the Web three gaming revolution, and it's just gonna be like some kind of alpha series. You know, we know what you're doing with gaming chronicles. I've seen what you've been doing with other gaming content creators, and I feel like you're gonna be a perfect match for this episode. Now, we all know what Web three game really is all about, but could you like provide like let's say explain an overview? of what Web3 game is and, you know, how it tends to, like, differs from the traditional gaming we have in Web2. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, as as you probably know already, a lot of the Web2 gamers today, they do not like 
free space. They do not like NFTs. Um, it is mainly because we are failing to explain how it could empower them and how it could improve their experience in gaming. And in my opinion, Web3 can really solve a lot of issues. Like I'm going to, to give an example that everyone is always giving on Twitter spaces. But for example, I used to be a heavy player of um, uh, League of Legends and I was owning a couple of skins. But you know how it, how it works. Like when you have a skin in a game, uh, you can you cannot sell them. Uh, yeah. You are basically giving money to the, the, the team and you can't sell uh, the skin that you do not want to use anymore to buy another one. You basically just have to and need to um, put money again in the game, put money again in the game to be able to um, have your skin, trade them and so on. Um, other than that, I think people are really underestimating. It's kind of a hot take, I think. I think people are, are really underestimating play to earn because in, for example, for me as a French guy, as, as someone that lives in French, uh, in France and have, I would say, uh, like, you know, the average salary in France is probably around 2K a month. Uh, it doesn't really make sense to play a game and earn, for example, $2 in a day, right? But in some countries, like, for example, in, in Asia or, or in Africa, it really makes sense. It's super helpful for them to, to earn that money, right? Yeah, that's true, bro. You made mention about Africa, and I think we're going to we're going to touch a bit there into Africa, but not right now. This oh, segment <laughs> on, on on my timeline, I'm yeah. seeing a lot of people from Nigeria ma mainly, and they are killing it. Honestly, they are killing it. I'm from Nigeria, bro. I don't know if you. Oh, know. really? I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> Bro, I'm from Nigeria, oh, man. I'm a Nigerian. I'm proud Nigerian. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't know that. Guys, you you guys are killing it because I see how you are working, I would say, pretty much as a family, you know? I yeah. see so many Nigerian communities. Everyone is trying to help each other, supporting each other. And, and that's amazing. Oh, thanks for the kind words, bro. Like, we just try to, like, you know, put our best. And it's really, really amazing seeing, you know, you recognizing us on my podcast, like, but you had no idea I was a Nigerian. <laughs> no, I I really didn't know. I mean, I knew you were from Africa, right? But I didn't know you were from Nigeria. I just mentioned it a bit random. Okay, okay, not bad. But what what games would you say actually, like, shaped your life while you were growing up? What games were you playing that, you know, made you, like, be like, okay, I want to be a gamer for life? Are we talking about classic games? Um, classic or any kind of games. I say I don't know any game at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not Web three, right? Like, what made me a gamer? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's say Web two, literally. You know, Web two. Yeah. Games. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was a heavy player of FIFA mainly. I was even playing on an esports team on FIFA fourteen for the record. Uh, yeah. Then I was, you know, I'm a bit of a classic player. I was playing Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 3 is the best mod, uh, Call of Duty ever, period. Um, then I used to play Dofus, which is an MMORPG, uh, browser-based. I was maybe like 12 years old when I was playing that. And I still remember it now. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of memories from that game. <laughs> That's, that's really, really good. You, you think it's like play modern com Mortal Kombat or modern combat? At all? No, I don't like uh, that kind of games. Street what? Fighter, Tekken, Mortal Kombat. I don't like them. You, 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 it seems like you don't like those glory sites of modern, you know, blood or what? Yeah, I don't really like that. 
Okay, okay, okay. Now, um, I just want to like, ask you one question now, right now, in terms of like Web3 gaming. You know, we get to talk about, let's say, um, in-game assets in Web3. And, you know, like in-game assets is where you could sell an asset you've earned from that game and you could also make money. Would you say, like, that really is a game changer in terms of Web2 games and Web3 games? I, I'm not sure that this is the way that we will convin- convince Web2 gamers to play Web3 games. I mean, first of all, there is no way we are going to convince Web two games to play uh, Web two players to play Web three games. Like we need to market Web three games to Web two gamers because they are fun. Fun first of all, you know the tech should be in the background. Like no one is going to say that he wants to play a Web three game just because it has tradable skins. We have so many games right now in Web three that are live, but no one is playing them because the game isn't fun enough, right? Yeah, that's true. That's so true. This is not. This is not. Uh, valuable enough to make people play. You need to mainly to have a fun game to then uh, market the tech behind it. I, I really think that Web3 should just be a tech supporting the game and not the main marketing uh, um, thing. Well, how how would you say, like, how would you put this in, in context for, like, a Web3 game should, you know, go about their marketing? Because I know you work with the marketing department in DeFi uh, Moons, right? If I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how would you put it? How are you guys actually marketing DeFi Moons right now? What strategies are you guys taking? Yeah, so for DeFi Moons, you know, um, I think we are a bit like everyone. We are learning uh, at the same time. And I'm not going to say that DeFi Moons is perfect. I think we did some good things and I think we did some mistakes as well. But this it is because our Web3 gaming space is still so young and so early that even the people that are raising a shit ton of money, they are failing and they are doing mistakes as well, right? Today, with GFI Mons, we decided to, like, this is kind of an alpha, right? We are, do, we are going to do a rebrand, so we are going to, I don't know, you can you can imagine what means a rebrand, right? And and we are going to focus on traditional social media to, to promote the game as well. Uh, we are completely branching out the web free marketing, I would say, uh, and and going to a classic marketing for a game. Because as, as I said uh, previously, the game should be first, should be fun first. And we're going to see if uh, yeah. classic players find it fun or not. Wow, that's that, that, that's really true. Like the game should be fun first before you guys could start marketing because nobody wants to play some kind of rubbish game, right? I mean... But 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 have you been following up with what's been going on with Spooky uh, Penguins? Let me. Um, I asked like, have you been following up with what's been going on with um Pudgy Penguins? You know, I think they they released some kind of uh, a a store a a toy collection. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I I I was wrong at some point. But can you hear me? Oh, okay. Okay, can I record it now? Yeah, we're still recording. So I was asking, have you been following with what's been going on with um Pudgy Penguins right lately? Yeah. Uh so Pudgy Penguins did two main things in my opinion. First of all, they uh released plushies in 2000 Walmarts in the US. And then it was insane because I saw so many people supporting it, buying plushies, going to Walmart and posting it on Twitter. It was all over my timeline. And then second point, 
point, they also released a game, a game named um, um, Pudgy World. And it's a bit of a mix between, I would say, Roblox and Uponly. I still didn't play it, so I, I'm just assuming that, assuming that based on a couple of videos I saw. But would you say um that that move they just made, you know, like creating a toy collection is actually like a very good marketing move for them right now? Seeing the fact that NFTs are actually down. Hello? I mean, yeah. Okay, um, sorry. The thing is so yeah, I, I think it is super smart to do that because you are I know that it is not going to uh make the price go up, as we say. But at least you are building a brand, you are building an IP, and people are are starting to know about you, about your name, and so on. And I think that's really valuable. I mean, at, at this point, if that kind of announcement isn't making the floor pump, I don't really understand what would do it, right? Yeah, but you know, you know, like if it was back then in the bull market, stuff like this would make it go like a times two in terms of like their oh. floor, floor price. Yeah, it would be at, at 30 is now. 30 is. <laughs> Are you holding any pudgy penguins right now, Raiden? No, 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 it's too expensive. <laughs> you say it's too expensive. What's the floor price? I think it's like four Ethereum, right? I think it's like, yeah, four or five is, yeah. Yo, Raiden is bigger than that, guys. What do you guys say? Nah, <laughs> I mean, bro, I, I am married. I have to, to look at my money, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's really true now. You're a married guy and you can't like, you know, you have to be very, very calculated with your money. So I'm ready. Um, let's come down into like, you know, a gaming content creation, like you're a gaming content creator in Web3. And I think you have a YouTube, uh, YouTube channel as well. You also have a, some kind of like a newsletter. So I think I subscribed to your newsletter last week and I've been getting alphas. And we're going to, we're still going to like touch there about, um, you know, your newsletters and some alphas in there. So gaming content creation has become like a significant trend right now, but you know, what really, or what would you say it means to be a gaming content creator? Because there are lots of guys in Africa who wants to go into this aspect of gaming content creation, but they don't really know what, what it contains or, you know, what you get to like do. But I just want you to like explain it in your own terms about what it means to be a Web3 gaming content creator. Yeah, I, I think there is multiple answers for that, but mine like why am I doing content creation? It is to provide value to people and share insights, insights, my, sorry, alpha news and um, introduce them to new games. <clears throat> because I think that we have kind of a lack. Like when I started eight months ago, we had less Web3 gaming creators than now. Now we have so many, it's insane, but that's good for the space. And uh, I felt like we had we were liking of someone that was doing uh, some research and had um, a cool branding and I don't know, was just providing value to people, right? And I was like, okay, let's just try to do that. And I don't know, I, I started with a thread uh, about the game. It worked pretty well. And I, I'm doing that weekly since, since, since then. <laughs> I mean, not even weekly, daily, I would say. Um, I think... As you say, because you mentioned that a lot of people in Africa want to become content creator. And I think they should really 
understand that honestly this is a full-time job in my opinion and it really takes a lot of time and that's a lot of work if you really want to make it in my opinion uh, because sometimes you know on my on my dms i get some dms about some content creators that are struggling to go above i would say 1k followers and they are doing threads and content since maybe one year or or more and yeah it's not always easy to to understand how it works and so on like i'm trying to help to give to give advices and so on but i don't think it's for everyone i think it's it's doable but i think people should understand how many hours a week you should push into it yeah so so you're saying like it's not it's not in an aspect or a niche that everybody should like just rush into if you're not ready to give in the time and the work to really you know get the results is that what you're saying yeah exactly exactly okay it's, it is kind of easy to do one thread once or do it for a month for example but being really consistent for like six months is one year and so on it's it is really difficult it's not easy yeah it's really, really consistency is one key and you say you've been doing it for like eight months yeah wow 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 that's really, really amazing i just want to ask you one question like do you visit the gym yeah i did <laughs> Do you visit the gym, bro? I, I went to the gym three times since my tweets. I swear I went three times. So how many times do you go in a week? No, I mean, I want to go to the gym three times a week. But okay. since my tweet, I went three times. <laughs> so I probably missed it once or twice. Okay, I'm, I'm honest. I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But, but I feel like if you get to visit the gym regularly, you've just mastered um, the art of consistency because it's not easy to go to the gym and go pull those <laughs> big weights. Like, okay, that, that's, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's, a, that's really a good point. So guys, you've actually heard it from Redding. If you want to go into content creation, you have to be ready to like take it as a full-time job and be consistent. He has been doing this for eight months. Like you said, it's quite easy to put out just one trade and you get a banger. You feel like, oh, you're there. Do it for six months consistently and see if you have the power to still go through. Now, what, what strategies do you get to like use to like keep your contents engaging and you know, like also entertaining? Because, like you said, right now, we have lots of web three content creators. How do you get to like, you know, still make your audience come back for more in terms of how you dish out content? Honestly, that's not easy at all. Uh, I would say that the main thing that you have to keep in mind is that you have to be to be open to change things. Like I'm going to give you an example with my newsletter that I was posting on. I am posting on Twitter. I think since the beginning, I changed the format of my tweet and threads where I was showcasing my newsletter and the news about Web3 Gaming. I think I changed it like, honestly, maybe 15 times. Uh, since the beginning, because yeah, I said fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> because the thing is, um, people get bored so fast on Twitter, and even if you hit a banger thread, if you do it a second time, yeah, it might work. a third a third time, yeah, maybe, but the first time, no, it won't, because people will just get bored and used to the format, used to how you are going to use. Uh, to, to which world you will use and yeah it won't work as much you always have to innovate and you always have to keep an eye on what other people are doing as well 
see what is performing or not and learn from that as well. That's really amazing. Like you get to like you have learn from people. And would you okay, like you said, now you said you changed up uh, 15 times. Would you say uh you shouldn't really be, you know, just adapted to one style? You should try your possible best and you know, like try and see if a different style is going to like attract new audiences. Is that what you're trying to say, Redin? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You should do a lot of tests. You should like I'm going to add like talk about something really important in my opinion, which is that a lot of people tend to over plan things, you know, uh, when they, I'm going to talk about someone, for example, that wants to do content creation. Like <laughs> that's fun because I have a friend like that. He wants to do content on Twitter since maybe one year and he didn't start yet because he is overthinking about it. He's over planning and so on. In my opinion, if someone wants to do content creation, yeah. fuck it, let's just do it. Start try, fail, learn from it and repeat. Just do it again and again and you will learn from that. And if you are willing to do the efforts, the efforts that you need to do to make it work, you will eventually uh, make it work and and become a famous or kind of content creator. I mean, that's really, really good, man. Like they said, <laughs> I don't know if your friend is going to listen to this podcast, but it's going to come for your head, man. <laughs> Let, let me say that in French and I will link the podcast to him. Big dedicace, Brian. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'm trying I'm trying my possible best to like learn French, but I'm not really good in French. Maybe uh, maybe I'll no, not no sign worries. up for uh, you know, maybe you could give your 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 news your subscribers your newsletter, let's say, um some French lesson, you know, it's gonna be like a pack <laughs> of subscribers. <laughs> That's a good way to do some tests, huh? I will test that on Twitter and see how it performs. Amazing, man. Amazing. You guys just get, like, there are lots of alphas that are going down here. So, I'm really, I want to ask you right now, what, which social media platform is your audience, like, that has, like, has the major base of your audience? Is it X? Is it YouTube? Is it your newsletter? Or where? Yeah, it's two platforms. It's uh, Twitter, X, and it's Substack. I'm still not really active on YouTube and TikTok. I plan to be, I wish, like that's going to be my my main focus next year or also at the end of this year if I find enough time. Like for this year, I want really to focus on going on X and Substack and then I will try to focus on my growth on YouTube and TikTok. Now, I just want to ask you, how do you get to like choose the right platform for your content? Because we know, like, there are lots of um, social media platforms. There are YouTube, TikTok. How do you get to pick the one that, you know, fits you well and why? Um, in my opinion, it really depends on what is your target audience and what is the, the content you want to put. Like, I'm going to share that. For example, on Twitter, I think it's mainly about your personal journey about the value you are giving to people and maybe about uh, creating a community, engaging with people and um, yeah, just keeping in touch, right? Uh, I think uh, X is really helpful to build your own network as well. Then for Substack, I think people want to read the newsletter where they have uh, news about the market, where they have actionable alpha and mm -hmm where they can just kind of find new games, for example. 
than for YouTube, it's kind of different. You either want to be educated, like want to learn something, or you want to be entertained. You want to uh, see a funny video and so on, right? Yeah. Uh, and for TikTok, it's kind of similar. It really depends on what your target audience is and what you want to do on that platform. So if you were to like recommend a, a social media platform so for someone in Africa who is starting Web3 game content creation, what social media platform would you recommend someone to get started in? Yeah, honestly, I would just start with uh, Twitter. For Web3 gaming, Twitter. Because on YouTube, for example, there is no no viewership or really not much viewership on, on YouTube. Like if you have 1K views on, on YouTube about Web3 right now in the beer market, it's insane. How many views did this say? Sorry, I didn't get that part. I said one one k one thousand on on X on Twitter, right? No, on YouTube. If you have okay. one thousand views on your YouTube video today <laughs> in a beer market, it's a it's a good viewership. It's super hard to get a lot of views on YouTube today. Okay, so guys, you guys have heard it. Like, if you someone who's starting, I know there are lots of you guys that have been thinking about starting web three game content creation. Try and get started on eggs and, you know, put more threads and more alpha so people can, you know, get to know more about you. Now, Reddy, would you say um there are some kind of, I know you multi-platform, like you just made mention of X and Substacks. Those are two plat- social media platforms you use. So currently right now you are uh, multi-platforming. Would you say there are any challenges with multi-platforming? And would you also say that there are some benefits of multi-platforming? Yeah, both. Both, definitely. Challenges, I will start with that. It's super time consuming. And if you add a new platform, you have to add more time to work on that. I think at the beginning, if let's say we are talking to a new content creator in this in this interview, right? Yeah. If you are starting, you need to start with one platform only. Okay. Learn that platform, learn how to use it, learn how it works, try to build your audience there. And maybe once you get, I don't know, 1K, 2K. I mean, the followers count doesn't matter that much. As when you will have a good engagement on your post and a great number of impressions on your post, then maybe you will be able to think about a new platform. But please start with one only. Don't try to do everything at the same time. You won't be able to do it and you're just going to have a burnout. Wow. Thanks for that, man. Like you guys heard me. And about the good points. Okay, sorry. Continue. Sorry for continuing. No, my bad, my bad. You you can go on, my bad. No, 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 bro. You have also you said the bad part. You didn't say the good part. I thought <laughs> okay. you were already done. Yeah, so no, no, the good parts, in my opinion, uh, the more platforms you are doing, the more rich you can do, obviously, because usually the people that are on Twitter, they are not really on YouTube, they are maybe not on TikTok, they are maybe not on Substack. I know that a lot of the people that, that are on my Substack are not following me on Twitter. Um, so that's a nice example. Well, how have you been able to like, you? You your Substack is like 5,600 plus subscribers. Am I correct? Uh, it's 5,400, but yeah, oh. almost, almost. Okay, so I'm actually giving you some additional figures. So you're going to smash 5,600. Uh, I would take that, I would take that. <laughs> but... How were you able to like you know, amass such amount of numbers? Like five thousand six hundred is literally high, bro. In eight months. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. The thing is, I was a bit lucky. Let's let's be just honest about that. Um, <laughs> two things that uh, like I'm going to give you two tips to grow okay. your newsletter. Okay. Free alpha guys. 
for the ones that are still listening to this moment, free alpha for you. So if you want to grow a newsletter, two things you can do. First of all, chill this cheat every time you can. I am sharing my newsletter every time that I do a call with someone, every time that I am talking to someone in DMs, and anytime I have the opportunity to talk about it, I do it. And when the guy asks me for the link, I do not share the link. I share the link to subscribe directly. It's written <laughs> ggchronicles.com slash subscribe. That guy has to subscribe. Mm. There is no way we are in a call and he and he clicks and he doesn't subscribe. He will sub. First tip. Second, like if you are not your biggest fan and supporter, no one will be for you. Think about that. That's true. And second thing, second thing, you need like it it also works on behind. But on Substack, there is someone that is called the recommendations. You have to get in touch with other writers on Substack. And for example, oh, that's another tip I will give later on. Oh, I, I, can I just make an, something off topic like right now? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's an alpha okay. series. So alpha again, guys, if you want to start content creation, find your group of content creators. If you are starting, five, find like five guys that you are going to do that every days, every weeks. You need to make a group chat with them. Like, let's say you are on Twitter, you see someone that has maybe the same follower count. Let's say you are starting, you have 300 followers. You see someone that is posting a thread about gaming, you like it, he has almost the same follower count than you and the same reach. Reach out, reach out to him, jump on a call with him. Don't be scared, don't be scared about calls. This is the best networking opportunities. I used to hate calls, now I love them because you are going to grow through calls. This is how you are going to grow as a creator. You are going to learn a lot. You are going to get a lot of value and people will know you and, and kind of understand who you are and what you can bring to them. So reach out to people and try to make your group of three, five, 10, whatever content creators and push each other. Like you can retweet everyone's content, like, reply, and be very supportive. Second thing about the Substack, So now that you have this group, let's say everyone is super motivated and now you all want to grow a Substack. Guys, recommend each other on Substack. You can do it. This is a feature. So it means that when someone will subscribe to, I don't know, someone is subscribing to Tom, let's say Tom. Tom has a newsletter. Sometimes, so and Tom is a friend with Raiden, okay? So if you are subscribing to Tom, Then when you subscribe, it will be written. Do you want to also sub to Raiden? And from as far as I know, one person out of three also sub to the guy that is recommended. This is the growth hack. Honestly, I I probably got like one third of, of my um, newsletter subscribers through recommendation. Wow, guys, this is some top offers that was being dropped by Raiden. I got like learn something that I think I've been doing that with my Hive podcast. The thing is, you have to like always shield yourself, just like what you said. And I think I started shielding myself on my podcast, like, you know, telling people to like subscribe to my podcast every time, like the first three minutes of my podcast. I need to like put it there, subscribe. And to be honest, I've seen my subscription, you know, my subscribe followers from 90. We're currently at 122. And that's really, really true. Like what you said is quite effective really. And you also made mention about you finding a group of followers, like people that actually do what you're doing, you know, like you are a content creator or you are a trader, you write trade or whatever you do, try to find people 
who are, you know, into the same aspect of whatever you're doing. And, you know, you guys should grow together. So really, would you say you have a group of content creators that you get to like support yourself? Yeah, I do. I do. Wow, 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 wow. That's, that's, that's amazing. And so what's and it's, it's super supportive. It's super supportive because, you know, sometimes you have bad days. It happens. Yeah. And it's always good to be able to talk with those guys to just, you know, they are just super supportive and you just help each other. You also share advices. You are supportive to the content on Twitter and anywhere and so on. So yeah, super helpful. I, th- I think I'm going to like try and implement this, you know, have a group of guys that will support ourselves, content writers, content creators, and, you know, try to like implement what you said, because me, myself, I'm learning guys. And I don't know, but if you listen to this point of this podcast, I also want to take a, a few seconds to like tell you to give us a five-star rating on the Spotify app and also turn on the Spotify notification button so you get notified whenever we're going to release a new podcast. The link is going to be dropped down here under the description of this podcast so you could as well sign up. And I still have reading with me, but guys... Listen, Listen. If, if you do what he just said, post it below the tweet and I will give $50 randomly to someone that did it. Yo! Guys, Red is allowed to do a giveaway. I have to like scream. What did you say? Sorry, come again, bro. <laughs> I said I am going to give away $50 to someone that is going to comment your post with a proof that he actually gave five stars to this podcast to this podcast. Okay, okay, guys. We have a we have a we have a giveaway to make. Whenever this post is gonna go live, we are going to give out that giveaway. And it's probably supported by Reading and as well the gaming chronicles. <laughs> So guys, I think we'll be going on a very short break. And when I come back, I'm still going to be with Raiding. And we're going to go deep into some alpha series, you know, what games have been trending, what you should look at too. And we're also going to talk about Elon Mox. Um, He streamed some game live like a few days ago. We're going to get Raiding's view about that. Don't go nowhere, guys. I'll be right back. So this is just a sub to reminder to let you guys know that you could give us a five star rating on the Spotify app and also subscribe by turning on the Spotify notification button so you get notified whenever we get to release a brand new episode and do well to follow Gaming Chronicles on Twitter and also subscribe their newsletter. The link to subscribing is down below on the podcast description and do well to give us a full on X at that underscore techie boy and also at inside the hive welcome back guys and thanks for that short break uh you know we still have reading here with us the founder of gaming i got i got (laughs) and we'll be talking about web 3 gaming revolution okay can you talk yeah, I can hear you, bro. Yeah, yeah okay, listening. it's working now. No, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you. Oh, okay, 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 guys. So there was some kind of like <laughs> audio, you know, misconstruction. No, you can't <laughs> record again. Oh my god, hey, guys, it was it was not working. It's working now. All good. Okay, <laughs> guys. So welcome back from that short break, and we still have the founder of Gaming Chronicles, Redin, who's a Web three gaming content creator, and also works with the marketing team at Defi Moons, and is a badass. And the gaming aspect, like we all know, man, he started gaming content creation. He said eight months and he's dropped a lot of alphas for those who want to like venture into 
um, Web3 gaming content creation in Africa, you know, like he said, you should find a clique or a crew, like a group of people that are actually doing what you're doing, your your niche, and you guys should support yourself. It's also said you should shield yourself, you know, sell yourself wherever you get to, man. Nobody's going to, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody's going to believe in you. And I've actually learned a lot. And I think I'm going to apply this in my content creation with the Hive. And reading, you're going to see me in your DM when the results are rolling out. So, guys, coming down to the Alpha series of the Web3, you know, the gaming revolution. Now, um, reading, what's your take on Elon Musk's gaming content that was streamed just a few days ago? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, that's so bullish, I would say, for X. Because... Okay. It means that Elon Musk likes gaming, but it mainly means that Elon Musk is willing to make X more than just um, a platform where you can post, but he wants to double down. We already saw that videos were boosted by the algorithm, but now he also wants to boost uh, streams on X. And that's amazing because earlier, remember, we were talking about uh, going to different platforms and growing as a creator on YouTube and uh, Twitter at the same time, for example. And now you can even stream on X. That's amazing because it means that you can use your follower, your followers from X that you farm through threads, through tweets, through videos and so on. And you can just stream to them without needing having the need to link to a new YouTube channel and so on. And it doesn't really convert at all. Well, so you're saying like we're all bullish on um uh, the gaming aspects in Web three because you know um Elon actually did something like that. Is that what you're saying? Like we should expect bullish yeah. movement. Yeah, that's a bullish movement for not just for Web three, but for content creators on Twitter overall. So but, yeah, I still say Twitter because I can't get used to call it X. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. But were you able to like watch the stream of that you know that segment where Elon posted it on X? Have you streamed it? I, I saw it like I saw it like maybe I saw five minutes from it and it was very laggy because oh so many people were watching Elon Musk play Diablo 4. But that's insane. I mean I mean I can't see myself stream on X at some point as well, for example. Why? Uh, because I I want to stream and try, you know. <laughs> for example, this this podcast, it is a way for me to get out of my comfort comfort zone because I don't really love to talk. Oh uh, I don't know, I'm not used to it, you know. So I like to try stuff, you know, earlier I said, guys, you need to uh, try shit, fail and learn from it and repeat. And I'm, I'm doing that right now. For example, I never do Twitter spaces because I don't like to speak, but I accepted to do this podcast just to train myself, you know, and maybe at some point I will do Twitter spaces. <laughs> okay, guys, I just get to find out some truth about reading. This is his first podcast ever. And it's a very great pleasure to be one of the podcasting brand that gets like break that jinx of you coming to speak. And to be honest, we're going to be having some form of Twitter spaces in the coming um quarter four of the year 2023. And this is me extending an invitation sometime soon because I would love you to come have a one-on-one -on -one interaction with most of these Web3 gaming content creators in Africa. Is this something you would love to pick up, Ready? Yeah, let's do it. Honestly, I would love to talk either as content creation or uh, about web gaming, whatever. I can do both. 
Okay, okay, okay. Now, coming down to that fast series as well, I want to ask you one question. Do you think gaming tokens are really necessary in um, Web3 games? Like, do you think it's proper for a gaming project to create some gaming tokens when they also have as well game um, assets, in-game assets? Do you think it's yeah, really, I mean, really nice? <laughs> I'm going to give you the perfect example. Do you know Sora? Sora? Sora. So rare, like it's the game. It's a game. It's a football game. Do you know it? No. Could um, you like? It's, it's on. I can. I don't know. It's S O R A R E, and this is yeah. a game where you. But it's a fantasy football game, and yeah. basically you have players in real life. Like for example, let's say you have Lionel Messi, you have Ederson, you have Van Dijk, and so on in your team, and whatever they do in real life how they perform, they earn points, and then you score points with your team in a week, and you are playing in the leaderboard. And why am I talking about, about that? It is because it is one of the most performing game in Web3, and they do not have a token. They are using Ethereum. So it is not always needed at all. Like every game are trying to do a token, but sometimes they do not need one, A, and sometimes the token often even kill them so you're saying like it's not it's not really necessary for most of these gaming projects to have some gaming tokens yeah but what would you say like there are some like, there are lots of game projects that actually do stuff like this do you think they are going to do um they're going to do great in the long run it really depends on the game itself like is the game good and is the economy good as well Honestly, full transparency, I don't know anything about token economy in games, so I can't really give you my take on that. Okay. But some people like, for example, you have Sparksy Says or Jigrod that are two content creators in World 3, they know about uh, the tokenics and so on. So they would be able to tell you if that game or this game uh, economy is great and if the token is has good chances to perform. Because when you add a token to a game, then you have two things to handle. You have to make sure that your game is fun, but you also have to make sure that your economy is good enough. And even some of the biggest games in the world, like World of Warcraft, do not do struggle to have a good economy. Oh, that's really, really interesting, bro. So we, you kind of like needed tokenomics to be able to like foretell if the gaming project is going to do well in the long run, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I think I checked out this um this game you just mentioned, Sorry, on X right now, and I think they have one hundred and eighty eight thousand followers. Guys, this is really really huge. You can check it out as well. It's is this like a gaming alpha, or you're just using it as some kind of no, example? It's it's not an alpha. I'm using it as an example. Okay, guys. So don't say I I told you to go play Sorry. It's just an example. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, because lots of people, you know, they just take whatever you tell them. And if things go sideways, they come and be like, yo, Fizzy, you said this, you said that on your podcast. So I have to give some kind of disclaimer before, you know, they get records. Now, um, Redin, we all know like Web3 gaming is really, really big. It's not just regulated or, you know, like to some kind of region. But what, or how, like, what part of the world do you think is actually killing it right now in Web3 gaming? That is what? Sorry? I, I mean, like, what region of the world? Is it Asia? Is it Europe? Yeah, the, the, the most, yeah, the most polished 
<laughs> region of the world right now in gaming is Asia. Definitely for gaming, it's Asia. Well, what, what, what really is like, what really is that catalyst that's making Asia like the hub for gaming? What, what would you say? It is, like? it's, it is because this is how it always happened in gaming in general. Like, I'm not going to pretend that I'm a gaming expert. I do not have any background in, in gaming, but I'm trying to learn about it. And from what I've learned, Asia was always the, fir- the first region to try stuff. They tried to promote mobile games. Right, right now, you see mobile games everywhere and also free-to-play games as well. And it's always it always came first from Asia. And now, there is so many regulations in the US and we are starting to have a lot in the Europe as well that Asia is going to have a huge advantage in my opinion. And we also see a lot of studios from, from Asia. Um, yeah. Like we see Konami, we see Square Enix and so on. Yeah, that's true, man. I, I, I think we saw Konami made some some announcements recently. Was it last week or last couple of weeks about them getting or creating some kind of Web three game? I'm not sure I could recall the announcement. I can I can tell you which game it was. It is Project Zircon. It's written Z I R C O N, and wow. this is the game from Konami. So they're going to be launching a new Web three game, right? And, and do you think it's going to be big? No, I think what they are doing here is a test. They want to see how it will perform. Okay. And if it works, they will do something bigger. Oh, oh, so it's some kind of like a social experiment they are doing right now. Yeah, so, something that very important that people should keep in mind is that it's not because the studio is big that the game is going to perform. Do not forget that studios are companies and companies need to make money if they think that they do they can make money if they go to our market. They will try it and they will try to do it, but they will ne- never just bring us value for the sake of bringing us value. They are not going to save the web three gaming space. They are not coming to just try stuff and so on. They are coming to make money. Do not forget that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that. I, I love the fact that you actually like, in as much as you're giving alpha, you are hitting the nail you know, on the truth, you know, these are companies, they're trying to like make money. So you should ask. Yeah, it's important right. because sometimes where it's insane in the comments, I see, oh my God, so bullish, Konami, Konami, let's go, we are going to the moon and, to the moon and so on. Guys, guys, chill, chill. Let's see, let's see. <laughs> Yo, I want to ask you, do you have some kind of like African um route or something? Because sometimes you speak like a, like a Nigeria, you're like, Yo, let's chill, let's chill, let's chill. Uh... Not from Nigeria, but yes, I am. My parents are originally from Algeria in Africa. Oh, oh, oh I, I, I guessed it. Yeah. Have you been to Africa before? I went to Algeria a couple of times. Yes. So when are you coming down to Nigeria, bro? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, I don't know. It might happen. Um, I don't know. It really, you know, um, I'm going to give you a, a alpha, an alpha. I don't know if you are, if you have a girlfriend or if you are married. <laughs> Honestly, but girls decide, you know, if if she wants to go to Nigeria, we will go there. If she doesn't want, we won't go there. <laughs> okay. I know your wife is going to listen to this podcast. So, Mrs. Ready, <laughs> please let Ready come down to Africa and connect with most of these gaming creators in Africa. I'll be <laughs> glad to, like, lead you, you know, show you lots of places and as well link you with lots of people in Africa. You know, you have a huge fan base down here in Africa, to be honest. But... Let's like keep it to some other time. Now, with in as much as we're trying to like save time, 
um, I put up, you know, this podcast on X a day before, and there were some couple of questions, like, you know, most content creators true on the post. And I would just love to, like, read it out so you could, like, get to, like, you know, answer uh, most of them that are trying to, like, find their way in content. Yeah. So I'm going to be starting with um this guy, his name Blonde Remainder, and he has four questions for you, Raiden. Number one is this. What would be your advice to someone who wants to kickstart gaming content creation? And the second question is this. PC or console for gaming content? Which one would you pick? The third question is this. How to find alphas? You know, game five projects with potentials. How do you get to find alphas? And the last question is what are the do's and don'ts of content creation in relation to gaming? Did you get it? Okay. Yeah, uh, I just went to your uh, tweet to see. Okay, 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 okay. <coughs> okay, so first question you said, hello, uh, Blonde Remainder, by the way. So first question you said, what is my advice to someone that wants to start? I already gave a couple. I will give other ones. Um, I think you really need to find your and think about your target audience. And I would say you need to mainly provide value to two types of people. You need to provide value to the games and you need to give value to the people. To, for, so about the games, I think when you are starting, please do not ask for money and do not do that because honestly, I see so many people doing that. Don't do that. What you, what you will do is reach out to games, do whatever you have to do to reach out to them. Open tickets on Discord, send them a DM on Twitter, try to find people that are working there on the marketing side, please do not DM devs or artists and so on. DM people that are community manager, call a manager, for example. Reach out to them and share a draft about something you did about their game. Let's say, for example, you did uh, a deep dive about their economy. Uh, you did an intro about their game. Or maybe you even did a video content. Share the draft to them I say and say, Hey, I did that for you for free because I'm starting my journey as a content creator. I would like to know and 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 get your feedback. Uh, I'm going to post that on Twitter. I would really appreciate uh, your support. And honestly, I did that with my first piece of content and I got a retweet. I got a like. I got a reply. And you are not going. You are you are not going to grow alone. Like if you do a thread, if people do not know you, they won't find it. You need. To talk with people, you need to, network, to get to network and so on. So yeah, first advice. Then second one, you need to share useful useful things to your audience and to the people that are going to read your content. Share some alpha, give back to your audience. Like when you will, when you will get, for example, some white list giveaways and so on, give it back to the community. Okay. And also listen listen to them, uh, reach out to them via DMs and reply to their DMs. It's very important. Always try to reply to them. Okay. Then second question. Second question. Can I just continue, or do you want to jump on that? No, you you could go on with the second question. You know, like PC. Okay, so second second question: PC or console? So, if you want to do a, uh, a content content about Web three PC, because there is currently no game on console, I think, as far as I know. Okay. And if it's for Web two gaming or both, yes, you can do console as well. But honestly, uh, it's kind of harder to use a console in my opinion to to, con- to create content and i don't know i'm just kind of used to do everything on my pc so f- so for me pc then how to find alphas oh my god 
I'm going to f- to forget some people. I f- I'm I'm really sorry about that, but I'm going to try to uh, tell you a lot of names. So mm-hmm. how I find my alphas is in two parts: Twitter and Discord. Very easy. I follow the right people. Like for example, you need to follow Kinetic. You need to follow Itzbolt. You need to follow Zeus. You need to follow uh, that kind of guys. They always share early games and so on. There is many more. I'm already sorry because I know I will forget some. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, obviously, you have to follow Raiden. That's another debate. Okay, let me check if you are following me. You are. Okay, hello, bro. <coughs> then, also, you need to, f- to find communities about Web3 Gaming. For example, you have Web3 Gaming Frontier. Good for alphas. You have, obviously, Gaming Chronicles, right? Um, and then you have Wolves DAO that is super selective. It's not easy to get in at the beginning. If you are starting as a content creator, do not apply now. Try to grow first and then apply to try to get it. And yeah, I also have GG Quest that is starting and they are mainly about on-chain games. If that's something that is interesting to you, check it, check them out. There is so many more guilds and so on. You have Merit Circle, you have IndieGG. You have a lot of guilds. Uh, you have the Wardens, you have Catalyst. I'm going to forget some. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I love you guys. And then you say do's and don't in content creation. Brother, I'm going to give you the uh, to start with the don't. The thing that is the most annoying to me are the people that are tagging me randomly on their tweets. Like they do a thread, and on the picture of the thread, I'm I'm getting tagged. And every time they get a like or a retweet, I I get a notification. Honestly, it pisses me off. I usually just mute that tweet. I don't get it. Please don't do that. Then you have to learn how the Twitter algorithm works. For example, I'm going to give you a couple of examples here. If you tag an account and the account doesn't interact with you, you will lose uh, some reach on Twitter. You will do less views, less likes, less retweets. If you put an external link, same. If you do not put a picture, same. Um, so yeah, a couple, a couple of, of ideas for you. And please do not fall in the trap of botting your uh, followers account because if you get a lot of bots, it, it will kill your reach. We saw it with a lot of creators. Please do not do that. Uh, how did I do, Fizzy? Was it good? <laughs> Those were some tough offers, bro. You know, I love the part where you made mention about how you could kickstart your gaming content creation. You know, you're saying like, if you want to reach out to those projects, don't reach out to the devs because they are not really, you know, working like in terms of like marketing. Reach out to the marketers because those are the people who are trying to overseeing, you know, getting the games outside, getting the games in the eyes of people. And what you're doing is some kind of free marketing for them. And if you reach out to them, there's going to be a huge possibility that they're going to, you know, concur with what you're doing. But when you go and meet the devs, you know, they are not really going to, like, you know, attend to you because they are basically uh, focused on trying to, like, improve the gameplays and all. And that's one solid alpha. And just like you said, how to find alphas as well. Follow some top projects. And if you're not following Raiding right now, you're not going to make it. But thank God, luckily, I'm following Raiding. Blood remainder as well is fully ready. Now, ready. I have um, another question as well, and this is from um, Imperial Gab Gabi, which is at Hebrew Child Gabe, and he has just two questions for you. Number one is this: How saturated and how profitable is the gaming market right now? And the second question is: If one wanted to create a platform that rewarded people cash prizes for competing or gaming. 
what should be the very next step? I hand it over to you, brother. Um, ready now, you there? Oh, oh, I am, I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Seems like I don't know. I I wasn't hearing you at all. Okay, it's working now. Yeah, it's working perfectly. Would you want me to go over with the questions again, or? So I don't know if you heard me. I said first of all he's not following me, and then I said, um, if you check his last tweets, he quoted a tweet of a girl, and I let you just see what he did. And I I, I won't say more. I won't say more. But that's funny enough. Okay, about his question. First of all, he asked how saturated and profitable is the gaming market. So I assume it is not as a content creator point of view, but as a product and a team. And if so, it is super saturated in my opinion, but it is profitable because we still see a lot of game raising money. We still see a lot of games building and so on. So if you are, if you have a solid team, if you have a good product, you can make it work. But the competition is pretty insane. So I assume you want to build a platform to reward people with some cash prize if they play games. Honestly, brother, uh, I don't want to make you sad or so, but I get calls with some projects trying to do that maybe one time a week. Uh, a lot of people want to do that. I don't know if they would really... Uh, um, do it and if it will work but the competition is really huge there is it's interesting the idea is really nice like uh, gamers would love to get paid to play right but so many people are doing that honestly okay really uh thanks thanks for that and you know there's something i also like want to like uh highlighted on when you said like you in when you act i'm uh, answering the questions of the first person you made mention about don't try to like when you're starting don't try to like you know monetize don't try to collect money at that stage and i feel like that is where most of these early content creators get to like feel i don't know if you've had any kind of like um some kind of like um experience with content creators like that I did uh, because I work at G5 Mons. So I saw a lot of tickets of content creators okay. asking for money when they didn't even have any examples of what they were able to do. Uh, something I will add here is, for example, myself, I think I didn't get a single dollar of, um, for the first maybe four, five or six months. I don't know exactly. Like when you will start to won't earn money at all. Yes, you will get some later on, but at the beginning you won't. Uh, you won't and and you better not get any money because you won't be able to provide enough value to the people paying for that. Amazing. That's that's really, really correct, guys. I I just wanted it to be from him, you know. I don't want to be the one who's saying it because I try to tell most people and you know they don't they don't try to like, you know, they don't want to learn. But I'm really, really happy that you're putting it out there. If you just starting gaming content creation, take away the idea of you just trying to make quick money, like so quick. You're going to make money, but try to put in the work. Like he said in the earlier part of the podcast, consistency is one vital cue if you want to like make it really, really big. And there's a huge lot of competition. Even with the fact that the beer market is still hitting us right now. Now, take for instance, the bull market comes. How do you think it's going to be? You know, it's going to be really, really crazy. I know lots of these YouTubers that were so super active in the bull market. They've all gone into their shells and waiting for the bull market to come back. 
and they will come again and start posting all these stuff about hey come play this game make money blah 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 don't forget people that were with you in the beer market people like reading people like fizzy and lots more of other people's uh so um what gaming trends are you currently bullish on right now reading oh trends like, yeah if you want i can i can i can give you like my top five games web free games right now but in no order okay let's go cool. i love it okay um so i'm i'm only talking about the gameplay i'm not talking about the token i'm not talking about nfts this is not a financial advice okay <laughs> so let's start um my Favorite games in the Web3 space as far of today are Dead Drop, Wildcard, um, Fableborn, Triverse, Shrapnel, Stella Fantasy, Skyweaver, Parallel, and Grand Saga Unlimited. I gave more than five. Uh, why not? Let's do it. And obviously, the five months, uh, you will see in like one, two, or three. Now, honestly, one or two months is what we are cooking right now. And I think we'd be amazed by it, we'll see. So uh, I was I was going to ask some questions about this project he just dropped. Uh, just like Reading said, guys, this is not a financial advice. So if you're going to be, you know, checking out these games, this is not financial advice. Now, um, you you made uh, a post about Favorborn, you know, raising some funds, and some funds, like some huge amounts of funds, would you say like that's a very bullish catalyst for Fableborn right now? Yeah, it is. It means that there is still an interest for Web3 Gaming, even if it is the beer market and a lot of games failed. VCs are still willing to pay and invest. That's nice. But then, even with the amount of money they've raised, uh, I know like you're bullish on them. Do you think like, that's gonna be like I don't know. It's 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 not like uh, a huge criteria for success. In as much as the guests like raise some huge amount of money, we've seen most of these web TV games flops in the end. True, right? Yeah. yeah. So how would I'm, you? I'm, I played the game and I liked it. That's why I'm saying that I'm bullish on it. I, I'm not saying that I'm bullish on it because of the raise announcement and so on. I don't care about that. Like it's good. It's good for the space and so on. But I just like the game. Okay, how about Shrapnel? Shrapnel, it is because it is a solid team. I saw a lot of trailers. I talked with the team. I talked with Avalanche about it and so on. And it seems really solid. True, I didn't try the game yet. But from what we saw, we've seen so far, I'm bullish on it. Uh, okay, uh, Shrapnel is like an Avalanche. I'm really, really bullish on it. I think they're actually supporting... Uh, I saw a post where you made, like, they were supporting your your daily giveaway, right? And they said they were going to give out a pack to three uh, winners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's amazing. And, uh, that's big ups to the Shrapnel team. And, man, it's been a very, very interesting episode with you, Raiden. To be honest, I've gotten lots of alphas. Uh, you know, I'm more of like a content creator, but I'm thinking of like, you know, taking a deep dive into gaming content creation very, very soon. But now, what would you say, like, what game would you tell me to like, you know, start up with in terms of like creating a content? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I think if you want to grow as a content creator, start with 
the current uh, trending frames. Uh, that's an easy way to get your first followers from the Web3 gaming space. And then if you really want to make content about a game, I think like a game that is established, right? Not a new one. Yeah. I think maybe you should reach out to Fableborn. They are very supportive. Or to Wildcard, for example. Reach out to them and, as I say, do what I say. Do a draft and show them what you got. Show them what you can do. Talk with them and so on and see if they can support you. Amazing, man. I'm I'm going to like try my best. But do you think podcasting is it's it's, it's something catchy for this Web three games in in aspect of content creation? It it depends. Like if you, I'm going to give my honest opinion. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know how many people are how many people are going to listen to this podcast like the entire time. But if you post shorts on Twitter, I think it will perform well. You know. If you if you post like 30 seconds or 45 seconds of of the podcast and some hot takes hot takes about it, for example, it will perform well. So for example, if you interview a founder from a game and you get him on your show and then you highlight some of what he said on your podcast on Twitter, I think it will perform. Yeah. So you can bring to them in my opinion. I, I I've been making reels like that, you know, short videos like that on my on my on my on my ex profile. Uh, yeah, so you know? it, and it is performing. It's working. Yeah, thanks for that, man. I think I'll have to step up on posting more short contents about my podcast on X. So you all should how, try your possible best to stream. How how long is is this podcast? It's like one hour thirty, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but you easily get like five, six, or ten shots from that easily. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's it's getting to above an hour right now, and we'll soon be wrapping up the podcast. So, guys, it's been an interesting alpha series with Reading. Uh, like I said, Reading is the founder of Gaming Chronicles, and he's also working with some top uh Web three gaming project, and also he's a content creator with the Wolfies DAO, and. Redin, thanks for coming on my podcast. Before I let you go, what is your top advice for Web3 gaming projects that I'm building right now? Oh, for projects? Oh, you caught me off guard now. I think, <laughs> guys, guys, okay. So a problem that I really see on Twitter from Web3 gaming projects is that they are not supportive on Twitter. And they barely, for example, interact with the, with the people under their post. They barely retweet uh, the content from their members and so on. And you have good examples. You have uh, the running community. You have uh, the founder, that is Jiho. He's always retweeting everything about Axie and Ronin. And you also have Avalanche and Coop, for example. They always retweet everything that is about Avalanche and the games building there. I'm probably missing people and chains. Sorry about that. But that's a f- two very first that comes into my mind. You guys should learn from that. It's super powerful because if you support people, then they will be willing to do more for you and, and create more content for you. And don't forget, Twitter is a game of attention. And if you are able to get people's attention, you are winning. First thing, bro. All you were pretty gaming projects that listen to this podcast, try your possible best to support everybody who is actually putting out content for your project. 
just like Redding said, I know about Coop. Coop has been doing well with Avalanche Gaming, uh, you know, and it's been really, really um, doing great. And yeah, big ups to you, Coops, and the team at Avalabs. Now, before we go, Redding, could you like drop us uh, your social media handle, you know, just so people could as well, you know, follow you up because they will definitely want to know more about what you're doing and what you're doing with Gaming Chronicles. Yeah, definitely. So, guys, please follow my Twitter account, which is uh, 0xRiden, uh, and subscribe to my newsletter to ggchronicles.com. Uh, I share weekly news, alpha, and insights about Web3 Gaming every Wednesday. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, guys, and you could as well follow us on our Twitter page. Sorry, it's X right now. It's so hard for us to like your converse <laughs> with Twitter and X. So you could follow me on my X at that underscore techie boy and also follow yeah. the hive page at inside D hive. Now the D is the letter D, not T H E. And if you want to get subscribed to Reading's uh you know um newsletter. Like I said, guys, the link is going to be dropped under the description of this podcast. Do well to follow him, subscribe so you could get amazing infos about the new trends and whatever that has been going on with Web3 gaming projects and the crypto space. And guys, as well, man, Raiden is supporting this podcast episode with $50. We're going to be giving $50 to one person, right? Raiden, if I'm correct, one person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the criteria is for you to... What's the criteria, really? Please put it on. Ben, I mean, you can decide, but I, I said either they need to subscribe to your to your podcast on Spotify or give five stars to this podcast as you want. Okay, okay, guys. And for you to be eligible for this, you need to be following Fizzy, that underscore techie boy, and also follow Reading. I'll be posting out the tweets when this podcast goes live. Thanks for coming, Raiden. I'm really, really bullish on what you're building, brother. And I hope to see you sometime in Africa, Nigeria. Yeah, I hope so. Um, last word from me, guys. If you are listening to this and if you have any question, feel free to send me a DM. I will be happy to help you. Okay, bro. I know I kept you to pass 1 a.m. down there in Malaysia, right? Yeah, it's time to sleep now. It's <laughs> 1 a.m. 40. Uh, so yeah, time to sleep. Okay, bro. Have a good night, rest, and greet your wife for us. Bye bye. All right, bye. Have a good night.